Welcome to the E-Success Methods Podcast with Jacob and Aaron, your weekly dose of tips and tricks to achieve excellent performance in your business and career. Join us as we explore deeper into the practical world of Lean, Six Sigma, project management, and design thinking. In this episode number 192, we give an update on Lean Six Sigma salary trends. Climbing still? If you're just tuning in for the first time, find all our back episodes on our podcast table of contents at esuccess-methods.com. If you like this episode, be sure to click the like link in the show notes. It's easy. Just tap our logo, click, and you're done. Tap, click, done. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Aaron. I am back. This is episode 192. We're going to talk about salary trends. We have an updated ASQ salary survey that I've added to the trend analysis that I did last year and a couple different things going on right now. Right now, I'm talking to you on different equipment. I'm a, a real podcaster and uh, I'm also just trying to get back into the swing of things. I've taken quite a long break, as, as many of you know, if, if any of you have still stuck around. So uh, we're going to test a couple of th- these things out. I'm I'm doing it from a new room in a new house and got a much expanded family and uh, just got a lot of changes going on. So just trying to get back into the momentum of podcasting. And I thought I'd start alone with my new equipment and ease into the updates on these salary trends. Now, if you recall from episode number 176, are you climbing up? Uh, I, I outlined a bunch of different salary scenarios for non-certified folks, certified green belts, certified black belts, and certified master black belts. And that was through 2000 to 2016. Now I'm adding in 2017 and a bit of a delay because I was waiting for the United States government to release their uh, consumer price index updates. And they've done that. And so I've also adjusted for cost of living in each of these salaries, which goes beyond what ASQ does. And and as we go through, and as you look at the show notes, you can see the difference there. So let's give a start. So the reason the reason I put this thing together is because I'm still putting together my book, still three years or four years later, called Beyond the Classroom, is Lean Six Sigma Right for Me. And it is intended to show an analysis of salary trends. And especially if you get a certification, is it worth the money? Will it help your career? Now, I can't guarantee that it will help your career, but anecdotally, Green belts get paid more than people who don't have certifications. Black belts get paid more than green belts. And master black belts tend to get paid more than black belts. And so the updated numbers on this one through 2017, actually I've done it for a the average for the last three years, is that uh, Lean Six Sigma master black belts earn on average in the last three years, between 2015 and 2017, $128,000. Black belts, $103,000. Green belts, $91,000. And those who were not certified earn an on, earn on average $82,000. You can see this in the notes on, on the bar graph. So what is the difference between green belt, black belt, and master black belt? I recommend you go back to episode 176, and there's links in the show notes. Are you climbing up? And I go into a lot more detail between what it takes to certify as a green belt versus a black belt and some of the costs associated with it and some of the the work that is necessary to achieve certification. Now, trending over time, salaries show an increasing trend between 2000 and 2017, and this is very clear on all the ASQ surveys. Uh, Greenbelt salaries rose from about 65000 to 93000 and then, strangely, they took a bit of a dip in 2017 to around 91000 while non-certified respondents 
their salaries rose from 58000 to 88000 And they had a somewhat of a sharp rise between 2016 and 2017. So 2017 showed an interesting uh, pattern for all of these belts and respondents. And I don't know if it's because ASQ changed their methodology or they just had some, um, in some areas, master black belts and black belts in particular, some high-value people finally respond to these surveys. There's something a little bit off, and they do stand out as being um, somewhat special cause. So, and they are skewing the results, and they don't re- they don't quite fall in line with the rest of the trends. If you buy the one uh, one other aspect of this is that ASQ, at least in this part of the sur- salary surveys, they're reporting mean, meaning average arithmetic mean of salaries rather than median, which is a better measure. Uh, because median is a much better measure when you are dealing with naturally skewed data and also a better measure so that a a single person, a single outlier, does not mess with what is considered the standard income level. So you can look at the show notes. I have uh, a couple different graphs showing the the, the rise in Greenbelt salary uh, as, well, as well as the rise in non-certified the rise in non-certified respondent salary between the year 2000 and 2017. But I also go the next step, which is this is what's really beyond what ASQ does. And I normalized it for the cost of living over the same time period. So going to the uh, United States government uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics and uh, normalizing by what they call the consumer price index. So all of these, all of these uh, ranges of salary are actually in, what are now 2017 equivalents. So it's essentially taking what's my salary now if I if I project that back 17 years ago or 18 years ago into the year 2000, what am I getting for equivalent salary? And this is all based off of what sort of goods you can purchase with the current level of income, with the level of income that you have. So essentially, the rising salaries that is reported on these ASQ surveys is is it's it's off it's it's not quite right as a matter of fact mostly the salaries are stable so the trend lines that you show that that they all show is like oh green belts keep getting paid more and more and more and more no that's just an artifact of inflation they're actually not really getting paid more they've essentially been getting paid at quite the steady rate so if i adjust for the cost of living the salaries for non-certified respondents appear stable between 81,000 and 88,000. So there's a little bit of noise year over year, but essentially they're mostly in that mid 80s range. Uh, with the exception of there is there is some violation of uh, of Western Electric rules, rule number six. There was a time when it was a little bit above average uh, for a while and took a step down a little bit below average, and now it seems to have kicked up a little bit above average now. So maybe that's significant. Maybe it's not. It did It did kick off a mini-tab uh, for a Rule 6 violation. For salary green belts, salaries for green belts were stable between eighty-seven and 93000 in in uh, again, in 2017 equivalent dollars. So I've actually got this in an Excel format. Just just shows uh, this, the difference between that and and the same thing without a correction. And I've also plotted them on plotted them on statistical process control charts. And those are also in the show notes. You'll see an IMR chart of those who have no certification 
it shows the rule violations in the IMR chart, and then you have an IMR chart of Greenbelt salaries year over year that has no rule violations. So essentially, you may think that uh, they, they may report that salaries for Greenbelts and maybe some of these other belts are rising, but they're actually not. They're stable. Now, if you order, if you want a, a copy of the full analysis, this is just green belt and non-respondents. The it's not really the same trend for black belts and master black belts. So, if you want a copy of the full salary trend analysis, uh, that is available available for purchase on the site. Or if you are a dedicated listener, you can get it for free. Just email me, Aaron A A R O N at e-success-methods.com. I will be happy to give you a free copy of the trend analysis that I have done. Those of you who are not listeners, you won't know, and you'll have to buy it. All right, so uh, to talk a little bit more about what is what I mean by stable, I did put these salaries into a control chart. Just go back to episode 64. There's a link in the show notes for In the Eye of the Cash Holder Part 1, Stable and Capable. That just talks about what I mean by stable, and essentially that's just common cause variation, which again is a buzz term. You might not quite understand unless you go back to that that episode. Um, we will be getting into more of these statistical rules. So I mentioned that rule six violation on this IMR chart. We're going to go into all eight rules in the, ne- in the upcoming episodes on statistical process control. So again, if you want a copy of this salary survey, be sure to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at e6s-methods.com. Or if you really just aren't interested in contacting me, go ahead and pay the money. Thanks for listening to episode 192 of the E-Success Methods Podcast. Stay tuned for episode 193, Crutter. Yeah, we'll explain it later. Don't forget to click like or dislike for this episode in the show notes. Tap click done. If you have a question, comment, or advice, leave a note in the comment section or contact us directly. Feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at E-Success-Methods.com or on our website. We reply to all messages. If you heard something you like, then share us with a friend or leave a review. Didn't like what you heard? Join our LinkedIn group and tell us why. Don't forget you can find notes and graphics for all shows and more at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. If you're not climbing up, you're falling down.